chapel topic this morning is friendship. And friendship relates to everything that we've talked about before. Our opportunities, our responsibility to seize those opportunities, our enjoyment of every moment <laughs> when we might get showered on with drops of healthy rain, <laughs> kindness and the importance of kindness to a community, truth and honesty. All of these relate to friendship because friendship is built on those other three. Some of you may remember the story of uh, Matt Fifield, who went on one of the early presidential traverses with the long walk. And after he got back, I asked him what helped him in getting through that, those 23 miles of rocky, uh, challenging hiking. And he gave me three things. He said, seeing and knowing where we were going, having clear mileage signs along the way so that it could measure their progress, and having friends traveling with me. That last one reminds me of last year's Long Walk song with the, the phrase that said, when you're with your brothers, you can stand a little pain. And this was after, well, they sang it after a week of rain. And they sang it in the rain. I also think of Robert Harvey's tree talk from a couple of days ago, when he talked about Bauman, who was already carrying two packs They've been up for 48 hours. He'd already taken on somebody else's load and using all the energy he had, he pushed Robert forward. And Robert said, none of us could have made it through that night alone. Thinking about those big challenges, and we all at some point will have big challenges, whether it's this summer, or in our futures. Why do you think that item of friendship is so important? How might friends help in the situation that Robert was in, in the situation that Matt was in? Charlie? Everybody's going through the same struggle. Rabbit? Provide support, like either being there or actual physical support and not All right, providing support. Part of it might be just being there. Part of it might be actual physical support, as in Robert's case. Max? Everybody's helping each other. Now think about being on a mountain trail, and some of you have probably experienced this. You've got this group of people. What other ways can a friend, a friend help? Help pass the time with stories or jokes or something of that sort. Right? 
Okay, if you're holding in something that you might be afraid of telling somebody else, if you can trust your friend, that helps get that relief. Charles? Having a friend there to, I guess, remind you that everybody's going through the same thing. Okay, having a friend can help remind you that everybody else is going through the same thing. DJ? Okay, having somebody there who makes you realize you can do better. Tucker? Verbal encouragement. There are also, maybe none of you have experienced this, but there is also the possibility of taking a wrong turn. And, and a friend who's on top of things might say, I think this is the wrong way to go. Sir Francis Bacon, who wrote a, a wonderful essay on friendship, however many, almost uh, 400 years ago, said that a friend redoubleth joys and cutteth griefs in half. A friend redoubleth joys and cutteth griefs in half. By keeping us connected, by celebrating with us, and also by helping comfort us with our griefs. When we talk about friends in the Pasquani sense, when we refer to friends here, we're referring to more than just casual acquaintances, but we're referring to people like the sort that Ryan's talking about, people in whom we have trust, who we know will keep our confidences. And with this sort of friendship, we're all lucky to have had just two or three of those in our lifetimes. But we all know how valuable it is. In the dining hall, by the plaques of the deceased members of our board of trustees, there's a quotation, an allusion to a quotation from Ecclesiasticus. A faithful friend is a strong defense, and he that hath found such an one hath found a treasure. A faithful friend is the medicine of life. <coughs> faithful friend is the medicine of life. So how? Now we understand a little bit more, we're able to study things a little bit more closely now, scientifically, but people with strong friendships evidently live longer. They have stress relief. They also, a good friend, again, of the sort you can trust to just spill your guts to, is going to be somebody who is another self, who reflects ourselves to us and will help us see ourselves more clearly. Bacon also talks about a friend helping us avoid the suffocation of the heart. The suffocation of the heart. And he goes on to say, a principal fruit of friendship is the ease and discharge of the swellings of the heart. No receipt openeth the heart, but a true friend to whom you may impart griefs, joys, fears, hopes, suspicions, counsels, and whatsoever lieth upon the heart to oppress it. 
Those that lack friends to open themselves unto are cannibals of their own hearts. Those that lack friends to open themselves unto are cannibals of their own hearts. Thoreau said that most men lead lives of quiet desperation and a friend helps to relieve that desperation. We all, we all know that release that comes when we can spill our guts to somebody else. And we can relax and we know we don't have to be somebody else in front of that person. It's just a huge relief. Also about, I think maybe more like 25 years ago now, there was a study that somebody did, somebody who had been very successful, wanted to see what determined success when there were all these other things preventing it. You know, from, you know, background, struggles, challenges. What made people succeed despite the odds? There was only one thing that was significant. That person that, that these people had in common. And that was that one adult believed in them. And at Pasquani, we have the opportunity to have make friendships with people of all ages. And we have the opportunity to believe in each other. One of the greatest fears we have going into a new place is, as many as all of us have experienced, am I going to make friends there? Am I going to meet people that like me and whom I like? We all have this desire to be part of the vine, to be part of the society. Charles Kingsley, who was an English clergyman, very successful in the 1800s, said, when asked what he, to what he attributed his success, he said, I had a friend. It's just that simple statement, I had a friend. So, these are indications of what the importance of friendship is. We all feel that. We all can feel how important it is in uh, making friends. Abraham Lincoln said that he destroys his enemies. He destroys his enemies by making them his friends. So if having friends is so important, as we hike over life's trails, as we traverse big mountains. Uh, if it's really a medicine, how do I make them? How do I make <coughs> friends? Any suggestions? Elliot, be yourself. Be yourself opening up <coughs> to these other friends. Max, treat others how you want to be treated. The golden rule, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Jacob, be a friend, have a friend. Okay, that's the Emerson quote. To have a friend, be one. Charlie, was that going to be yours too? All right, perhaps the best advice, that coupled with do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Teddy, be to be honest, to be straightforward. The things we talked about last week, honesty in a real friendship 
And a positive friendship has to be honest and trusting. Tucker? Be trustworthy to allow those around you to trust you. And it happens in the littlest ways. If somebody sees, as we talked about last week, somebody sees something, somebody not being honest, they're gonna wonder, all right, so are they being honest with me? Are they gonna be honest when they said this? Now, one of those ways to do unto others as we would have others do unto us is listening. And Robert talked about this in his tree talk too. Listening is an act of service. It's an act of kindness. Dale Carnegie said that a person makes more friends in two weeks by being interested in others than he would in two years trying to make somebody else interested in him. So listening not only is a good means to friendship, but it's a great gift and a great service that we give to others. There is a wonderful book on friendship written out by Alan Lloyd McGinnis, and I would recommend every one of his books. They are so perceptive. He, is a psych he was a psychiatrist in California, but he has a passage and he talks about He, he talks about a woman who was one of his clients who was having a hard time making friends. And she, she said, I once, he said, I once knew a woman who hated parties. Before going to a social engagement, she said, I just, I just tell myself, now try hard, be, be likable, say bright things, talk. But to keep up that front, she said, I'd end up drinking a lot, and I'd come home depressed, and I just didn't fit in. But now, before going to a party, she says, I just tell myself to listen with affection to anyone who talks to me, to be in their shoes when they talk, to try to know them without arguing or changing the subject. My attitude is, tell me more. This person is showing me his soul. It is a little dry, a little meager, and full of small talk just now. But presently, he will begin to show to me his true self. Then he will be wonderfully alive. So there, in those conversations, people are testing our trust, testing whether we are somebody they can rely on. And McGinnis says, Patients come to psychiatric offices like ours because they know so few people who will genuinely listen to what they're saying. Being good listeners. Now, sometimes when we're listening, we feel helpless because we don't have the wise, perfect answer to the question. But usually people don't expect that. Usually they just want to help talking things through. Sometimes when you toss it out on the table, it's much easier to think about it. It prevents that clutter that builds up on our head and the confusion that builds up in our head. In, in the reading that Justin read so well, Jesus 
We often call Jesus Lord, but he says, I'm not the master. I, you are not the servants. I call you friends. And that, again, is about an exchange. It's not a one-way thing. For the, the servant doesn't know what the master thinks. But a friend does. There's an understanding. <clears throat> Good friends don't always agree with us. In fact, their questions, their disagreements may be some of the most important things we ever hear. A good friend will tell us when we're taking the wrong turn. Tell us when we're off base. Sometimes before we make a bad mistake. And people often make bad mistakes when a friend fails to speak up. You know, I, I knew that was a bad idea, but I didn't say anything. Bacon again says, it is a strange thing to behold what gross errors and extreme absurdities many do for the lack of a friend. And getting back to that element of trust again. Again, McGinnis has, has another gem. A good friend is going to trust that you're not going to be a gossip. You're not going to take whatever thing uh, he's not going to take whatever thing he's, you've said to him and go off blabbing about it. And the quality of a friendship is directly proportional to that trust. And McGinnis tells a story about an inebriated man, a drunk man, who sees his minister. And he says, Parson, I'm very sorry to have you see me like this. And the parson says, why, John... The Lord sees all things about you. And John replies, yes, but he's not such a blabbermouth as you are. <laughs> so the trust is key. To have a friend, be one. There's a, Hebrew, there's a Hindu proverb that says, help thy brother's boat across, and lo, thine own has reached the shore. And again, Robert talked about happiness by indirection. That help, helping others makes us happier. Helping somebody else work through a problem helps us as well. Now, the first week we talked about encouraging each other. That's what a good friend does. We can all be the kind of person others want to have as a friend. And it's good for us to examine. Am I doing things that I would want to have in a friend? A good friend allows solitude. They don't insist that we be with them all the time. They allow freedom to roam, freedom to have other friends. They also don't try to power us and intimidate us into doing things. Uh, Lloyd McGinnis, again, has a test for ourselves to see if we fall into this behavior. Do we usually end up going to the movie or restaurant that I prefer? Do I enjoy correcting the factual errors in other people's conversations? Do I use humor to put down my friends? Do I have to know more about a topic than others to feel comfortable discussing it? I will add, am I always talking about myself? 
Do I mock others for doing what they believe is right? Do I dominate or control the conversation? Am I expecting my friend to be a servant or a friend? A faithful friend is the medicine of life. They are not trying to impress us, and we've got to beware people who encourage meanness in the name of friendship. If, people, if you start feeling yourself being afraid to do something mean because you're afraid what this other person will think, think about who your better friends would be. That's a good time to re-examine who you've chosen to be your associates. Beware the false friend who encourages our worst. Someone told me one summer that the difference between a really good summer and a bad summer was the friends he had chosen. The second summer, the, the good, which was the good summer, he'd learned on the previous one, he chose people who were going to encourage his best. So if you find a friend in this search, and this is wisdom that's been handed down all the way through Pasquani's uh, 125 seasons. In Polonius's words, grapple them to your soul with hoops of steel. Find those friends, keep them. Keep the communication strong, even if distance uh, is a problem. And as we have sown these thoughts about friendship, let's sow the thoughts and reap acts of friendship. Let's be those listeners. Be the people who are kind. Be the people who are trusted. Let's have friends by being friends, by being good friends. Let's draw others to the vine, strengthen them as we push each other over our summits. By doing that, we strengthen them, we strengthen ourselves, and we strengthen the vine itself. So let's be a treasure for each other, and let's be the medicine of life.